Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for July 6th is 2 Kings chapter 14 and 2 Chronicles chapter 25. Amaziah became king when he was 25 years old, and he reigned for 29 years in Jerusalem, which a 29-year reign is pretty good, I would think, except for him to die at the age of 54 is pretty young, pretty young by today's standards and even by the standards of 2,800 or so years ago in Israel. And it says that Amaziah did what was right in God's sight, but not wholeheartedly. And that's why he didn't reign longer. He knew what was right, it seems. It seems like he would, at least in his earlier years, listen to the voice of reason. And then he grew arrogant at the end and it ended up costing him his life, his reputation, and his future. And it's tragic. It reminds me of Christians today and myself at times. And I'm trying to do better and I hope pray that you are as well because I genuinely want God and yet I find myself doing things that don't honor him. I find myself wasting time, too much of it, and I find myself not doing the things that satisfy me the most. There's nothing I would rather do than study his word and teach it but I don't do it nearly as much as I could because we are fickle. And the only way to escape that is to beg him, God, help me. God, change me. God, make me like you. Help me to choose the right thing. Of course, we know the famous verse in Revelation where it talks about, I wish Jesus says to the church, I wish you were either hot or cold, but because you are both, I will spew you out of my mouth. Well, Amaziah apparently was spewed out of God's mouth mouth figuratively because of his choices. Now, it begins by saying that he was going to fight against Edom. And so he hired 100,000 soldiers from Israel. And a prophet comes to him and says, don't take Israel with you. Number one, you don't need them because God will give you the victory. And, and also, these men don't follow God. You, you don't want to join with Israel. You don't want to be unequally yoked. And so he hearkens the warning Amaziah does. He agrees to not go. He even gives them the money that they had been paid and releases them. They go home fiercely angry for not being invited on the war. Of course, they had expectations of going and probably receiving plunder. So they were very upset. It's always the case when we go ahead of God and we start making plans with other people and then find out later that that was the wrong move because we didn't consult God. People's feelings get hurt. Their expectations are unmet and they get angry. 
as well as I would or you would. It's human nature. We respond when our expectations are not met with negative emotion. So he's sowing some bad seed with his northern, much larger neighbor. And then he goes off to war and God gives him the victory. And the problem is that after demolishing the Edomites, he takes their gods back with him and then worships them. And at first when I was reading this, I was like, let me just, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's, let's look into the word worship. <laughs> I just, I want to give people the benefit of the doubt because man, but by the grace of God, there go I. But there's just no room to make excuses for him or to help him out. It says he, he bowed down before those gods of Edom and he burned incense to them. There's just no explaining that away. There's there's just no excuse. I was initially going to say, well, you know, it's it's kind of like us, right? When we when we are invited to a neighbor's party, like a housewarming party and they aren't Christian and so they might have their priest and we out of respect, bow our head with them and agree with the prayer. And that's kind of like worshiping their false God. That's a compromise, right? Maybe he was just compromising. But no, he was so far beyond compromise. He was bowing down, literally prostrating himself to it and burning incense to these false gods. And so the prophet of God comes back. It was likely a different prophet, may have been the same one. We aren't given a name. The same one, perhaps, who said, don't take these Israelites with you into battle. And this king of Judah, when the prophet says, why have you sought a people's gods that could not rescue their own people from you? In other words, how dumb do you have to be to bow down to worship the gods of the people who just lost in battle to you. Why not worship the God who gave you the victory? And this time his response is different, probably because of the glory of the battle. He's become proud and arrogant at this point because he's had some measure of success and his heart couldn't handle that success. And he cuts off the speech of the prophet and said, did I make you a counselor? You need to stop speaking before it costs you your life. And so the prophet agrees, doesn't want to die, don't blame him, no need for him to. But he closes with the words, I know that God intends to destroy you because you've done this and because you've not listened. Like you're making a choice and it makes me wonder like how often have somebody tried to correct me when they see me going astray and I cut them off because I'm offended. Like how dare you tell me what to do? Who, who are you? Like when one of my children says, um, dad, I, I see you, uh, uh, dad, you missed your turn. 
And if I'm in a bad mood, (laughs) to my shame, I might say, hey, I'm driving. Who are you to tell me how to drive or which way to go? Never mind that I'm going to make us 15 minutes late because we have to take the next exit and make a U-turn. Pride always results in us being humbled. But if we humble ourselves, we can save a lot of face and save a lot of judgment. So then Amaziah decides to pick a fight with Israel. No no doubt that those disgruntled soldiers he sent home are complaining. So Amaziah picks a fight with Israel and Israel beats him down and it costs him lives, the lives of his soldiers. And it's so bad that people within Judah, with his own, within his own kingdom, conspire to kill him. What a sad way to go. His own people revolted, conspired to kill him, took him out, and made his 16-year-old son king in his place. What a shame. Could have been so different for him had he been humble a lesson for us, friends. Humility is the currency of God's kingdom. The more humility you have, the richer you are in the kingdom of heaven. And I pray that God would bless you and me with more humility because we need his grace. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.